Welcome to Worlds Collide, a wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome once again to Worlds Collide, two weeks in a row of getting the intro right. Uh, I'm, I'm on a roll. Well, the full intro would be like, I'm Zan from... <laughs> uh, yeah, I should do that. I'm not being very professional. I'm Zan from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube and everywhere else. And I'm Tony with WrestlingTradingCards.com. The same name you've used for 20 years. Just about, yeah. Someday I'm going to do an actual full episode on the real full complete history on WTC and where it came from. Such a good idea. I'm, you just now sprung that on me and I'm actually interested to listen. So something to look forward to. Um, so topic today, wrestling, wrestling cards specifically, but also just wrestling and music. And the reason that this kind of, like you had brought this topic to me, but I also thought of it from We've seen a lot of cards like Jay-Z and Justin Bieber and a lot of these cards, Cyndi Lauper, we'll get into her in a minute, sent some music cards, start getting popular. So we were both thinking, why is there not more music cards in wrestling and, you know, just the importance of music in wrestling? So let's start with that. Why do you think music is important in wrestling to begin with? Well, first off, it's, you know, obviously people's entrant music becomes very popular and it becomes identifiable. You know, every time you hear you know, are you ready? You know, you know who's coming, you know? I mean, when every time you hear it, do you smell? And I mean, you just, it's identifiable. So it was always strange to me when I started seeing things like the rat packs and uh, the rock cards coming up more on, on like on social media, which I mm-hmm. love those things, man. Right. Um, and then uh, the Cindy Lauper set. It's like, why hasn't, you know, especially in the 80s when we had rock and wrestling, why was it not more incorporated, you know? Like, why do we not see more... Sydney Lauper in wrestling cards, not wrestling in a Sydney Lauper card kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I wonder, uh, do you I, think it was possibly like a, a likes and user agreement? Licensing? Maybe. Most likely. I imagine that's probably the, the legal reasons probably for, you know, but, you know, so many of the things they went around and did anyways. I mean, they paid Marvel for years to use a Hulk Hogan name. I mean, that's a good point. Um, uh, I don't know. Just. Even like in the in the attitude era, how cool would it have been? I mean, before we get that, just there's so much potential that could have been done there. It's just it's just it just seems like it would have been kind of a cool thing to incorporate somehow music and wrestling, because music and wrestling has always been very important. Whether it be classic cheesy stuff from the 80s and 90s type of intro music, uh, more refined and uh, cool thematic type things when we start talking Undertaker entrance. Uh, or even going to ECW and having actual like inner Sandman <laughs> being played and yeah. just direct ripoff without paying any type of licensing right, rights. <laughs> um, just there was so much cool music being used, man. I mean, the Young Bucks for years used to use a uh, Mbop, you know, for years in their entrance. <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, there just seems to be a, a natural tie-in to those things. And it's just kind of, uh, I was wondering why it never got done. Yeah, wrestling music for me is it, it goes back a long ways. It got it, it got to the point when I was a kid where I was like, I had the boom box where you could record the tape, you know, it, it yep. would record any audio that came in. 
So like I would wait for a wrestler entrance to come on during TV while I was watching and I'd hold the boom box up to it and record <laughs> it. So then I could go back when I was playing my wrestling figures and I could have like the entrance coming in and stuff like I, I totally ate up, but like music is my second passion outside of Same. wrestling and wrestling cards. So it was a, it was, you know, common. It's kind of probably why we get along so well too, though, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you said it like, you know, the artists have these cards coming out and the rat packs and the rock and the metal stuff. So why, like, off the top of your head, can you think of any WWE product that features a musician that they've had? Right off the top of my head, I cannot. I can't think of any that, that features a musician as a, as a, on, the, on the card itself. Right, right. Maybe, is there something that maybe like Liberace? <laughs> you would think, right? You would yeah. think all these WrestleMania major stars that they've had, they, they could, I mean, they could do a whole line of just WrestleMania celebrity cards and you know of course the musicians sure. should be in that too i'm thinking like ozzy or alice cooper oh yeah yeah you know just yep. it seems like a common fit and we know that both of those guys i believe have cards in other sets outside sure. of wrestling so why couldn't I mean, they hey well together? ozzy has his own card set for crying out loud right yeah I'm like, it's got to be a wwe thing it really does i mean uh, just the guy who produced the music for all those years man yeah i mean just the Jim Johnston stuff like that alone would be like, it'd been, it'd been cool. Like in my mind, I thought it'd be kind of cool to have like a subset of like uh, something that just featured, you know, Undertaker on the card, but it had like a info on the back that was like a bio from Jim talking about how he came up with uh, the, the theme music for something, whatever, you know, it just would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, something else actually, I'll piggyback off that. Um, do you remember the, It'd be cool if they make, you know, that we have thicker cards now, like with the relics in it. So sure. I'm wondering if they could put something in the card to where you tap it to the machine and it plays the theme music, like the action figure. That would have been cool. <laughs> or do you remember there was a baseball card trading game that you would like yes. put the card in and it would talk and stuff. Yeah. That, that would be something really cool. That's an awesome idea. That would have been great. It's like, I'm sure money wise, it probably would have cost more to produce and make oh, like probably. that, but that's like Jesus. super old technology too. So yeah. I'm sure they could do it now if they wanted, but. Um, let's talk about your favorite entrance themes that you can remember. I, I mean, for me, of course, well, as a kid, you know, you have your Hogan's like that. I, I loved uh, Ric Flair's entrance, obviously, too. And come on, it's savage. It's just like legendary. I mean, yeah. it, it, but you get in those like in the, the Attitude Era where they started making CDs to kind of go with uh, people. It became so popular. Got to have the DX theme. Got to have the rock theme. Got to have Taz's theme. I love Taz's theme. That was, was awesome. The heartbeat. And mm -hmm. uh I really love Gangrel, uh, which was, by the way, the only one of all those albums that wasn't produced or written by Jim Johnson's like that. It was done through Gangrel. <laughs> Interesting. I did not know that. If you look at it, it's the only song on uh, that's that from all those releases that's not credited to WWE and uh, Jim Johnson's like that. It's all done through Gangrel. I think it's like Wolf Music or something like that or Wolf Entertainment or something. But, you know, that kind of makes sense for when that came out. I know just from personal experience with getting into different groups and stuff, like the electronic music was really taken off in like the mid to late 90s, which was right at the time that this was that, you know, he put that theme out mm -hmm. and it fit his character because I know a lot of people back in the circles that I ran and they associated with that electronic music with like goths and vampires. Sure, and yeah, yeah. So, so when it came out and I see him appear and I hear the music, I'm like, this is the total package of everything that is, you know, late nineties. 
Yeah, it was a great. It's one of my favorite uh, entrance themes from from that time frame, though. Uh, like I would always play that. Outside of you know playing that the DX song, are you ready? I just, I mean, everybody loved that song too. But uh, I loved uh, Gangrel's entrance. Was cool. There's so much missed opportunity there when it came to music and wrestling. There, especially especially that time period. You know, the late '90s, early 2000s. They made they were really gung ho about putting out CDs to promote their music and really a lot. Uh, even getting you know big artists to redo, re, you know, design. You know, Run DMC was redoing stuff. I mean, uh, it just seemed like it was a natural thing. Like, why can you incorporate that in your card sets? I wonder if it goes back to just wrestling cards, even in wrestling, being the lowest rung. Sure. Because they promoted their action figures. I know that for a fact. I saw yep. it every week because I went out and bought them after I'd see them. They promoted the CDs. They promote the video games. Promote the T-shirts. But they they never even print. Like, did you ever see? a 98 comic images advertisement on tv i never did nope matter of fact speaking of cards and uh commercials yeah. that was also brought up from the ww raw deal card game they actually did a commercial for that but in south america oh of course <laughs> and it was all done as, you go on youtube and do a search for raw deal commercial wwe raw deal card game commercial and it's in spanish Interesting. I it no and, that, and that's why it's still to this day, it's, it's uh, extremely popular in, in Chile. I, I sell a lot of raw deal cards in, into Chile. So I especially, uh, uh, yeah, all of South America, but mostly Chile. It's, if they had done that in the States, would we have a, would have been uh, bigger for cards? I think so. Yeah. And actually you know, here, we're kind of getting off topic, but like, I can remember watching the NBA a ton when I was a kid and, you know, some baseball and both of those sports would advertise cards in their commercials. Oh, would have, NBA you know, hoops was like all over the place, hoops. man. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> upper deck, like upper yep. deck was always promoting their stuff. So uh, it's just a wrestling being wrestling. Um, any, I, do you want me to go ahead with my themes? Yeah, go for it. The number one Lex Luger's first NWA theme. <laughs> it's when you hear that thing, and you kind of see Lex Luger coming out to this. It's every cliche thing that you could potentially think of in pro wrestling. It's the <laughs> super like American guitar rock song with awesome <laughs> riffs with, you know, Lex Luger just jacked to the gills with his robe on. I mean, like how pro wrestling is this? <laughs> and nobody That's ever a good one. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about that theme. Like uh, I'm going to have to like post it on social media, I guess, like start, hitting people in the head with it to like realize there you go. how cool that is uh my other one ultimate warrior you can't go wrong like, yeah that's another one i hear that song and i just want to take off and go work out or do you know something super productive just just like, the just the first note you know it's like you yep. know you know what's coming <laughs> yep. i'm sure you've seen the joke about um when when my mom tells me it's time for thanksgiving and they show like somebody shows a clip of him running yeah <laughs> I, could just, I could just have this mental picture of like all right it's time to go eat and all of a sudden that music plays and you're just like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, get my. <laughs> um, the other one, another one I like, uh, kind of uh, a difference because you know I, there may be this preconceived notion that I'm only going to pick like rock or metal or whatever. The, the original Midnight Express, not not the actual song, which is cool, but the NWA knockoff version that you know Jim Cornette and the the Midnight Express that we know of that would they would use in Cro uh, Crockett Promotions. I mm -hmm. love that and. It's almost just like the regular Midnight Express song from the movie, The Chase, but okay. it's, it's the knockoff version. 
but it's very very close they i love the not i love when they do the knockoff versions they did that for ddp for a while with the whole like nirvana they, knockoff uh the road warriors uh they did it with road warriors and iron man and they changed like two notes so it's just different <laughs> enough that they can get you get in the you get in the vanilla ice you know type of, oh no 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 my version goes doom 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 <laughs> yeah that's exactly how they got away with it too um and then the last one a little bit obscure but of course that's what you get with me masato yep. tanaka uh, when he came into ECW and I heard it for the first time, I was like, this, this is very, uh, I don't know why, but this reminds me of Japanese wrestling. And it turns out like a lot of the Japanese entrance music was kind of like this very uh, guitar driven, very kind of eighties metal, not, oh, not like, quite, like loudness. Yeah. Like not, <laughs> not like hair band, but like heavier eighties yeah. metal stuff. And I'm just, I gravitate to that music in general but that theme song just never gets old for me. So, <laughs> uh, Let's talk about the 85 Cindy Lauper set that Tops put out. That's kind of a diamond in the rough that I was not aware of. I was not of... aware. I mean, I, I knew of it, but I never put the two and two together. Like, oh, that's right. There's a Hogan card in there. So I totally forgot about that. I didn't like, it was like, I, I don't collect Cindy Lauper cards. So why would I think that? But mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah, and I saw, I know Captain Lou's in there, and there's some other wrestlers that are actually in there other than Hogan. But of course, yeah. uh, when the 85 Hogan took off, this one was also put in 85. Yeah. So people started, you know, uh, saying like, oh, well, this could also be the rookie, which we're not. And, and maybe that was kind of like the, the, the agreement during that time, Pops, because they both came out in 85. Like, listen, we're going to do our wrestling stuff. You do your own, it's like that. And we'll, we'll let you borrow a couple of wrestlers for your set, but we're not going to cross the other way. I, I don't know why that was. I'm wondering too, because that was also around the same time that Tops was basically getting licenses to anything and everything. Oh yeah. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. So maybe that was kind of like a a growing process, I should say. Uh, Just them trying to get as many uh, intellectual properties as they could to put on cards and stickers. and, And they all had the same similar design, so... How cool would it be to do a heritage set coming out now that incorporates some of the music stuff back from that time? That'd be kind It'd of It'd be cool. fantastic. And, you know, another thing, well, I don't know, this is kind of jumping ahead to something we were going to talk about, but um, let's take non-WWE music completely out of it. What, uh, what You kept talking about DX. I mm-hmm. cannot remember the name of the band, but they're a legitimate band. Sure, sure. Why I can't remember the name of the band either. Why not feature them on a card? Why not feature the um, super... I actually had this on a note earlier, but I'll go ahead and mention it. The super lame, um, I think it was the Raw Band, you know, when they were do it, they would play yeah, yeah, between, yeah. between commercial breaks and stuff like that. And you'd always see like Doc Hendricks, Michael Hayes. Or you can always... have like, you know, uh, WrestleMania music moments and have yeah. like, you know, Motorhead playing and you have like all these guys who've ever done intros for music like that. It'd be kind of a cool subset. I 100% agree. And I, there's enough big stars that they've used. And you can even, and you can even probably go after the talent and maybe get like, people are still liable. You can't get Lemmy obviously, but I'll have his autograph behind me. Um, uh, You can get the talent to sign cards for that too. That'd be a cool little different chase. It's not your normal Roman Reigns autographs, you know? 
No, and what happens if it also brings people into wrestling? Exactly. They're fans of, you know, X singer or Y singer. Hey, what's his name? It's, uh, what's his name? The bunny guy. Oh, Bad Bunny. Yeah. Bad Bunny. Bad prime example. Have, have him sign autograph cards for, for, you know, for a top set. And then they see, you know, like, I'm, I'm curious, speaking of him, I'm curious, like, he's actually done a really good job from what I've seen, uh, you know, uh, storyline aside, just his in-ring stuff. He's actually sure. put in the work and went to the, the training center and, you know, put in the time to be a professional. But I'm wondering, like, he's got such a huge following. I wonder how that's transitioning into watching wrestling. Like, I wonder if any of these people are becoming wrestling fans. And I would he, imagine that the, the Latin community might be like, if you go down to South America and it's like that, the place that he's like, you know, an idol at apparently. Um, uh, I'm sure, I bet you, if you look at the numbers, I'm sure they probably gone up because he's in it. Uh, they wouldn't be having him continuously being on this like that if, if he wasn't, if there wasn't going up, I would imagine so. But again, there's a market right there you can tap into. Like, you know, if I was t- tops, I'd go to WWE and say, hey, we're thinking about doing some music stuff and are incorporating music into your into your products with you. What do you guys, I mean, there has to be a conversation about that. And there's got to be some le- legal reason why it doesn't happen. I don't know. I'm just even going back to thinking like the stuff that they do own. So, um you know, if they own the WCW library, let's just, oh, you know, they, yep. they own that. Okay. So why can't they take a, you know, a, a still image of like the Freebirds music videos? Sure. Absolutely. You know, that would be cool. Um, why not take some double J lip syncing or when he was going into the recording studio? Like that's That would be cool. Yeah. Honky Tonk Man, of course. Of course. All that stuff. I mean, Again, I think that now I'm just we're talking about it and opening up ideas. I just thought that'd be so cool, like you know, to have those artists, musical artists, to have autograph cards in there. Now you got their fans buying your product too. Uh, I, I, it'd be cool. I would love that. Perfect transition. Let's talk about some cards that we would like to see made. I've kind of already named what I would love. I'd love to have a whole like Jim Johnson uh, chase set, you know, from uh, and any of the major tops releases. I think it'd be kind of cool for a heritage release. Um, you know, the tops had, they're not doing it this year, right? There's no road to WrestleMania this year. Not that I'm aware of. No. So if they brought that particular release back, it'd be kind of cool to have, you know, uh, musical moments in WrestleMania history or something like that, you know, and having some of those, all those talents, like every year they have some big name singing the, you know, the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Why not have like a card commemorating that's like that. And I mean, having an autograph from that artist, so even if it is like number to five, I don't care. That'd actually be better. I mean, the lower print runs they do yeah. these things, the more value they're going to have long-term. So sure. how would you design your Jim Johnson set? Ooh, I got a, I got a really cool idea, but I want to hear what you've got first. Cause I actually had Jim Johnson on my list too. I would probably, cause I, you know, for me, well, you can't to me, cause I'm still thinking Gangrel and that whole opening scene with it, but he didn't write the music. So why would you have him on it? So, um, I don't know. I, to me, like, again, I go back to Undertaker, maybe Kane and have like a, a cool moment of Kane from that time frame, you know, on the on the front and then the back would be hell. I think you'd have like uh, you can have like relic cards, like piece of the liner notes that he actually you know wrote music with. Great idea. That'd be a cool thing as well. Um, any of that stuff. I would be cool with anything as long as it was different. I don't care. <laughs> I'm actually going to this is interesting that we're kind of getting the same things here. Um, I would take your idea and I would take the moment, right? Whatever the biggest moment of the, of the star, but I would change it in the fact that I would take, let's say it's a 25 card set. Let's just say, um, so the top 25, not moments, not wrestlers, 
but voted by the WWE Universe. You could put this out there. Sure. Top 25 entrance themes from Jim Johnson. So they yep. vote and whatever. And so you do what you do, you said and use that iconic image of just whatever. But on the mm-hmm. back of the card, you have inst- the, the bio is instead how a, a quick kind of synopsis of like how Jim Johnson saw the character and why he wrote those style that he did. You know, yeah. Put that in real quick. But then on top of that, you could then number it, parallel it, do sure. autographs. You know, there's all kinds of fun stuff, kind of like the uh, UK set did with the British Bulldog. Yeah, yeah. You could kind of do that with it, with all these different moments and fun. Like, because I, I would like to know more about, like, I mean, there's a little bit of, there's a couple interviews with him out there, but it'd be interesting to get into his head about how he saw a character and kind of what got into his head about this is what this character is going to sound like as he walks down the aisle. Yeah, I would be even a short bio on the back like that would be really kind of fun to read um, and just kind of have it. I just and it's different too. It's different. Yeah. I like the parallels, obviously, idea, and then have an autograph card from him too. Be kind of cool. Talking about different, we see it in baseball with you know mascot cards or sure. you know, stadium cards. Why can't we have Jim Johnston cards? That'd be a big kick ass. I would love that. <laughs> a couple others I have and Tiny Tim which uh, is very, very, very <laughs> obscure. And the yep. only reason I did that is because I felt so, when I was a kid watching him and Jerry the King Lawler destroy his ukulele on Raw. <laughs> felt so bad for him, I didn't you? I felt so bad for him because I had no <laughs> idea who this guy was. Like, back then, like, I, I mean, I knew a lot, like, I listened to a lot of music even back then, but not Tiny Tim. No. And so I felt, I saw him crying and, you know, doing this. And I'm just like, yeah. this poor guy, I hate you, Jerry Lawler. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> You know, years later, I understand, okay, I know what's going on. Um, I already said the WWE band with Doc Hendricks and, and Jim Johnson, but the other one I had was Shaq. He's made a couple appearances. He also mm. raps. And, you know, it's debatable <laughs> with people whether he's a good rapper or not, but he... And that's, a, that's a double whammy for you, man. You collect both. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> uh, he's been in WCW. You could use that. He's been in WWE. You could use that. Like, you could yep. use all these images of whatever you wanted, so... Uh, I think that'd be cool. And then uh, I said the DX band also. So Sure. Yep. Uh, interesting topic. There's just so much you can do with that. I mean, you, you can even go back and probably, because there's so much Motorhead stuff out there too you could find. You could even do cut signatures of, of from Lemmings like that on, on cards like that. Um, it would just be a fun thing. It, it, uh, it's a cross appeal, both from the wrestling standpoint and then music fans. I think it'd bring probably music fans into wrestling cards, maybe. Even if oh, they don't care about the guys in spandex, it's like that. They just want the music stuff. They want the autographs. Like yeah. They're buying product. They're collecting it. It's got a WWE logo on it. I don't care. The more people we can get to collect stuff, the yep. better. No yep. matter, you know, what it, whatever it takes to get people into wrestling or maybe, maybe all of a sudden me and you decide, hey, we're going to do a podcast about rock cards or music cards yeah we want to bring the wrestler you know it just it doesn't matter like we just want everybody to collect everything and what they like and just show everybody what's out there mainly education for me it's being selfish for me it's just like things <laughs> takes two pa- takes two passions that i love it's like you know wrestling and, and more music than wrestling for me uh music's always been my number one thing but uh then bringing wrestling and combine those two worlds that's the perfect blend for me let's close the show real quick i'll put you on the spot do you have a favorite music card that's non-wrestling uh i like the iron maiden cards that are in that uh heavy metal set yep yeah, uh I, i'm also i also i mean i like king diamond because I'm, I'm a merciful fate fan too yep. but the king diamond one's kind of cool um i like the iron maiden ones 
I'm kind of wishing I would have gotten and gotten some of those uh, Rat Pack ones. I was a big fan mm-hmm. of NWA. Um, I think I think two shorts in that one too. I actually went to that concert. Uh, I went to years ago. I went and saw it's called the Nitro Tour. I saw in San oh. Diego. I went. Me and my two friends were the only three white guys there. So, and but we had the best time ever. It was, was a great say, show. It was fun. It was so much fun, and uh, it was uh, Slick Rick, De La Soul, NWA with Easy E, Too Short, and uh, headlined by LL Cool J. Didn't get any better than that. It was phenomenal. It was so fun, um, and it's such a great time. Um, so for me, uh, I, I like the Iron Maiden one. I'm a big Iron Maiden fan, anyways, too. If they did it, uh, I think there's uh, Rock Stars has a cheap trick card, so mm-hmm. that's mine. <laughs> um, I've got to go with. Uh, I'll take. I'll say an honorable mention is I'm a big fan of like the really old school Kiss cards, and I don't even know who put them out. Uh, uh, actually, originally, it was by Donruss. A white background with a line. Yeah, yeah. Okay, those are the Donruss did yeah. originally. Uh, someone just sent those to me in our Discord uh chat they sent me some of those with some extra stuff so thanks again you know who you are but i looked at those kiss cards i'm like man these are really cool and i do like kiss i'm not like a diehard fan but i do like them but my number one i actually just pulled this out of a box the other day i knew it existed i forgot i had it in a box i put it in a semi-rigid so i can get it sent to psa eventually it's out of that 91 rock cards set Mm -hmm. dave mustaine oh yeah he's got no shirt on he's got the bullet belt and just the way that the card is colored and the Megadeth logo, it's like. It's I think a, I have that. I, I have the whole set right behind me. <laughs> it's a, that 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 picture. I mean, I like Megadeth. They're not my favorite. Yeah. I like them, but that picture is like such a snapshot of just the '80s. Oh, totally. I totally know which one you're talking about too. I like love it. A total history behind one image, and that's why we collect. That's exactly because it, it brings you back to a time that, uh, you know, whether it be good, bad, indifferent, sad, happy, uh, it still takes you back to some kind of time frame going, God, I remember that girl I was dating back then when I, <laughs> you know, or something like that, whatever, you know, uh, but that's what's so, so fun about, about, about the hobby, really. It's just, yep. uh, it's what it gets to me anyways, but Same. Um, yeah, and, and it would have been cool if they had done like a, a a music set that had autograph cards in it. It's like that too. There's so much potentially could do with so many of those things and then crossing the two would have been great. But yeah, um, that's a good card, man. That Dave Mustaine one's kind of cool too. I like it. I'm really wanting this Jim Johnston chase set now. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more potential it has for us. Like I, I, I hope that someone from tops can make that happen. That'd be great. I'm going to reach out to that guy. I, I, been reaching out to that guy from the he's the lead editor right now from all the cur- current top stuff i won't say his name because he you know, can't really talk sure. about it. but um i tried to get him on for interviewing and he couldn't get it cleared by by wwe apparently he went through the proper uh, channels to talk to and he said they wouldn't let him do it or something like that but um uh i want to reach out to him see if i you know throw hey are do you guys take suggestions from collectors i mean come on i mean can i throw some ideas at you would you that okay and see what he says might as well. It won't hurt. All you can tell me is no. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let everybody know where they can find you if they want to send you some music cards or just talk music. And Everything can be done through wrestlingtradingcards.com. Uh, whenever this airs, uh, you know, hopefully we're getting closer to being updated in the site, but uh, working on it every day, trying to get what I can updated. Uh, all the social media uh, ways to find us through social media will be on wrestlingtradingcards.com. And you can find me just Zan Morning on all the 
popular and unpopular social platforms, including <laughs> MySpace and AOL Instant Chat and Chat Rooms. Uh, yeah, pretty much everywhere. Wrestling with Cards on YouTube, of course. Wrestling with Cards podcast. Also, I'm part of a project, Superstars on Cards, which you can just search that in YouTube. Uh, there's like three of us that have kind of partnered together to just kind of do a fun offshoot short set videos. And we're on e-wrestling news now with those videos. So that's cool. But uh, I'll tell you, yeah. those are the, uh, I have watched all three episodes now. What do you think? I think it's very well produced. I really enjoy it. Um, and I like how he does the little segments for each, uh, both of you guys, uh, the other guy as well, uh, bringing you on like that. Um, and then he kind of goes over the card set, which is kind of cool too. I, I enjoy it. I think after seeing, seeing him, cause I, you know, he approached me and was like, Hey, you want to be a part of that? No, I'm, what I'm never not going to say no. If I got sure. an opportunity. And then I watched it and I was like, this is a very good video. The way it's produced, the way it's shot, the way that, uh, they've incorporated both myself and wrestle vessel in with this and tied it all together showing the cards that it's like the yep. ultimate beginner video. It really is. I was going to say, it's, it's nothing complex. It's nothing. Uh, we're not talking market values and things like yeah. that. It's just talking about cards and then the cards that set themselves in a very simple way that someone can really understand and go like, Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. You know, and it, like you said, it's very, I think it's very well done. Yeah. So if you're a beginner or you're an expert, either way, go check it out. And I thank you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a rating. Let us know what we suck at. Let us know what we're good at. Let us know what you guys want to hear discussed. Uh, if you'd like to come on the show, if you have an interesting story, we could possibly have that set up. So uh, just as always continue to support the show, support uh, wrestling cards, keep collecting, keep supporting content. Excellent. See you guys. See ya.